This is Matthew Hoagland, team lead of the Hoagland Real Estate Group at Remax Premier Properties, and you're tuning in to The Hoag List. Why do we choose to work with certain professionals and businesses? Well, I strongly believe that the number one reason we choose to work with anyone is trust. Here, we take a deeper dive into the lives of some of the best professionals that Louisville has to offer to see what makes them tick and how they can bring value to you. Let's go. All right, everybody, thank you for checking back into another episode of uh, The Hoag List. Uh, we're already at uh, number six uh, right now uh, on the podcast, and uh, yeah, it's it's been going really well. I've had a lot of uh, phenomenal guests, uh, friends, uh, and just business professionals that uh, that I think that you need to know, and uh, today is, is not going to be any different. I've got uh, Mr. Cody Matthews with... Uh, Northwestern Mutual. He does uh, a lot of our uh, planning for my wife and my family and I, uh, and I'm really excited to have him on. Cody, thanks for for joining us. Matthew, excited to be here. Yeah, that's uh, so. Tell us, uh, you're you're actually from Houston, Texas. Houston, uh, Texas, born and raised. I uh, corny accounting love story. Chased the Louisville girl here. We both started out in public accounting. I'm a CPA. That's what I went to school for. Uh, I met a pretty girl from Louisville in one of my training classes. I was in the friend zone for two <laughs> years, um, convinced her to date me long distance, uh, packed up my truck and moved to Louisville in 2013. Awesome. Uh, the day after the national championship. Oh, that's that's even better. Well, apparently that, that doesn't exist. That doesn't but, exist. But it, but it does because I was there. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, I took a you know, funny story, well, short story about that. Uh, I was at a bachelor party that weekend um, for one of my good friends that was getting married. Uh, we were watching uh, the Wichita State game, and uh, you know that was kind of a nail biter. But the the next morning, after you know all of our Saturday night fun, I, I got up as soon as I could, drove drove back up to Louisville from from Nolan Lake, uh, picked up my wife and two year old, and we drove straight to Atlanta. That uh, that was that was some fun times for sure. So you. Um, so you've got uh, you've been you've been married to Christy for five years and you've got a fifteen month old. Five years, October twenty fifth, fifteen month old. Just left the pediatrician this week. They said the goal from fifteen to eighteen months is keep her alive. So right. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's the game plan. Well, it definitely keeps getting better. You know, from there. That's uh, we uh, we have three girls. Of course, I know you you give me a little grief about that every once in a while. You know. I, asking how we do it but uh it does get better I'm a third of the way there <laughs> you are yeah <laughs> well um so anyway uh again just wanted to thank you for coming on what can you what can you tell our, our listeners about your business and what you do yeah i think financial advising means a lot of things to a lot of different people and i think maybe similar to your experience sometimes you're you're taking some bullets out of the chamber as you explain what makes you different what the environment is and so our process is really simple. Um, first time we meet somebody, it's a discovery conversation. You know, it's a first date, telling a little bit about ourselves, what we believe in. Um, but we want to spend the majority of the conversation just finding about that person that we're sitting across the table for, what's important to them. You know, who are they? Where are they at? Where do they want to go? Um, 
and there's no financial obligation for that type of conversation. You know, the way our platform works, part of the reason I chose Northwestern Mutual is I don't have to charge people just to meet me. Um, they're not going to see dollars out of their pocket unless they're taking action on a, a specific recommendation. You know, so coming back, sure. building them a plan, uh, there's no obligation to go into that process. And I think that's, that's different um, for a lot of people because there are advisors out there that their packages and fee structures are a little bit different. Sometimes you play a flat rate just to build a plan. Um, sometimes well, you're just you know paying money to yeah, manage assets. And I, and I think that's a very important point that, uh, that you just made with regards to your services. So being able to sit down, have the conversation, uh, there's no commitment. It's just it's getting to sit down and have the, the conversation. So even in, in my business, uh, whether it be myself, whether it be a lender, uh, we get a lot of that same anxiety. Well, I won't, we'll call it anxiety, but like kind of push back to meet because they're afraid that they're going to be sold to and, and may have to make a commitment that day. Um, so, yeah, I think that's huge. Yeah, I mean, whether you have $5 in the bank or $5 million in the bank, I think a lot of people are the same wired in that they just want to know they're okay. Um, and that's part of the process. Yeah. Uh, you know, being able to sit across from a professional. Uh, and just rely a little bit on their experience. What are people like us doing? You know, that's a lot of the feel that we have, and we're able to give that information. This is what we see uh, with families like you in your specific situation. Yeah, so, you know, kind of going into that, what, uh, let's say I've I've got a young family, um, they just bought a house, um, you know, they've spent a lot of money getting into that house, and, you know, they've got a lot of different bills going out and, and that type of thing. Where... What should they do? Where should they get started to be thinking about, uh, you know, maybe investing in, in their future? You know, especially if they, you know, they've got, they've got the thought that I don't have a lot of money right now. How much, you know, I can't invest. I'm just trying to get by with what I've got. I mean, what what would you say to somebody like that? Yeah, for me, it all starts with clarity around what's coming in the door and what's going out the door is going to drive confidence for you. Uh, I think the B word that most of our clients uh, run away from is budget. And budget to me means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. So whether it's back of the napkin or an impressive Excel spreadsheet, uh, my wife's spreadsheet, I think I need probably six more college credit hours just to be able to <laughs> log into it. Um, so it doesn't have to be that elaborate. Um, but it's just having the, the clarity around this is what we know is coming in the door every single month. This is what we know is going out hopefully there's something left over. And of what's left over, what's a doable but meaningful amount that we could commit to long-term goals? And I'm really big on, just because the budget scratch to paper says one thing, like I totally understand life happens. Every single one of those dollars left over doesn't need to be earmarked to your air quote financial plan. I don't want my client or anybody to feel like a prisoner to their own plan and they want to drive up to the office and, you know, square me up in the face three times a week. You know, that's not exciting. They're not going to be happy to to come get with me. Um, So, yeah, that cash flow management conversation is crucial no matter what somebody's situation is. And that understanding of it's going to change. I think a lot of people could do that for a month, two months, three months. Um, but the first time they bust it because they're you know invited in to be in a wedding and you know they're spending a thousand bucks on bridesmaids dresses and you know things like that, um, they're like crap. We're not we're not cut out for budgeting. And I would tell that person like that just makes you normal. That makes you yeah. human, just like everybody else. Oh, yeah. It's that going back track and making sure we're not letting anything slip through the cracks. You know, because if it's five hundred thousand bucks a month, 
you know, that's a meaningful amount over time, you know, six, $12,000 a year that somebody, you know, could have repurposed. So it's all about like setting up that environment for that young family that you're talking about. They do have all these different things pulling them, uh, you know, whether it's private school, wanting to save for college, knowing they need to save for retirement. Um, so it's really starting with the basics. Let's get an emergency fund. Um, let's have a solid emergency fund built up a couple of months worth of reserves. We'll have that conversation. What's that exact amount for that family specifically from there, you know, going through the goals and priorities of, you know, what's, what's important to you, some risk management, especially when you're looking at, you know, buying a home, taking on a mortgage, if God forbid something went wrong, you know, what type of planning have we done to make sure that this family's still going to be okay, still be able to do the things that are important to them? Okay. Well, what, um, so, you know, all that's, that's all really good information. And, and I think the, the biggest takeaway for me personally, uh, and, and even, you know, when I was first getting started and, and working and I wasn't making a lot of money, I'm like, well, I'm, you know, I can't invest. I can't, you know, I'm just trying to get by. I mean, I think just stepping in, having that conversation and trying to set yourself up a little bit, you know, whether it's $5 or $500, uh, it's just something that, uh, you know, can, can benefit you greatly in the future. Um, and, and for me, and this is, this is not coming from Cody, but spending your money on stuff that you don't need or stuff that you can't afford. I mean, that's how people get into, uh, you know, poor credit situations and then they're not able to buy a house and invest and you know i think sometimes it maybe can create a cycle that you know that sets you back a, you know a while so uh with all this being said though cody tell me a little bit tell me what why did you get into this business like what, what do you like about it yeah northwestern mutual kind of found me um so as i mentioned went to school was an accounting major, CPA route, was pushed pretty hard from the business school. Uh, you're going to work in an industry accounting firm. You're going to work at a public accounting firm. So that's what I did. Um, and they said, you know, it takes a couple of years and you'll figure out if this is what you want to do. Um, and if not, it will open up, you know, quite a bit of doors from a resume perspective. So I found myself 26 years old. I'd been in the business for four or five years and transparently i was just physically ill going to bed at night just unable to be motivated at all staring at a computer screen knowing this is not what i wanted to do for the rest of my life and so i was searching hard you know as a college athlete i thought i had that ace in my back pocket i'll I'll go coach um and so i called a teammate of mine from college and fortunately he you know he said hey um i don't think you'd be a great coach because you play defensive back, you have no X's and O's knowledge. Yeah. Um, let me tell you a little bit about what I've been doing. So he started at Northwestern Mutual straight out of school. Um, and at the end of our conversation, he said, I think if you can get over the fact that you're not from here, that you don't have a natural market, um, that you'd be really good at this. And so that was all I needed. So I pretty much just showed up on yeah. their front doorstep uh, begging for a job. Yeah. Uh, I knew you know, financial services was something that interested, you know, it interested me in school but i took the you know the more secure route the predictable route uh with the accounting background um so that was that's how my northwestern mutual journey began yeah well that's great that's um so you've been in louisville for six years uh going on getting ready to go on seven i guess here in april but crazy um, to say out loud (laughs) yeah i know that's i mean time flies 
you know i always tell people once you get past high school it's it's you know time just moves a lot faster than than you could even imagine tell that to my back yeah (laughs) yeah um so what what uh what are what are some of your favorite things you know about the city you've been here seven years um what do you what do you like about the city of louisville and living here yeah two things jump out to me um Louisville being a foodie town is one. Uh, my wife and I, we have a great relationship with food. We're very, very easy to please. It's amazing how, you know, five minute drive, just the variety of, of different, you know, local, um, not chain um, food places that you could go that are just amazing. I mean, if you love pizza and burgers, you can eat Even somewhere steaks. different for three, four weeks straight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, steak, steak, steaks another, as well. Uh, That's you know, my, another favorite food group. And, and just so, just so all of our listeners know, I am not setting these people up to say foodie town. So I've, I've actually had three people say that in, in our podcast and, and it's, and it's true. Uh, you know, I don't get out much in, in, and uh experiment which you know i wish that i did but i I've, i'm the kind of person that likes to stick to like what i know and, and going back you know taco luchador is one of my favorite that's that's not really the friends that you have that can introduce you to great tv shows and food places are worth their weight <laughs> yeah. in gold oh yeah no and that's that you know selfishly that's kind of what i'm i'm looking for too when i when i ask people about uh you know ask that question about you know the city of louisville uh, so, and the other thing that I, I would mention is the big little city aspect. You know, I'm from Houston, six million plus people. Traffic is a real problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is. <laughs> the being able to get everywhere in 15, 20 minutes, especially in a business like ours, you know, where you want to be there, meet people where they're at. Uh, is amazing unless you're going the wrong way on the snyder or 64 at five o'clock in the afternoon right yeah they're, they're, <laughs> you're not getting anywhere in 25 minutes from shelbyville there. road on a saturday by the mall yeah oh yeah <laughs> um well hey i, I want to kind of kind of curtail this you know go back to a little bit of your business so one of the things that i really like about northwestern mutual is uh the user-friendly you know kind of if you have your chase accounts you know the online system there some other places uh well northwestern mutual i can i can tie and look and see at my whole uh what am i looking for here cody like my whole i can look at my whole uh picture of my my financial situation at that current moment uh, and that's really helpful to me uh, it also allows me to make you know contributions and do different things that i want to do uh just you know, without having to, to call Cody, you know, all the time and say, hey, I need to make this adjustment or this change. Uh, and I really like that about, uh, you know, Northwestern Mutual. Uh, can you touch on that any any further? Or Definitely. Kind of yeah. What? The last the last six years since I started, Northwestern Mutual has really started to embrace technology. So the 30 year career advisor would probably say some different things. Um, but for myself, it's been amazing um, to be relevant. I mean, if you're you know technology today if you don't have it you're dinosaur yeah you're a dinosaur um so our platform's called nm connect and i overhype it i love talking about it the, yeah. the nerd in me um it's awesome because it's has the functionality to do outside account aggregation was what you mentioned you know so not just the 
products that you buy from Northwestern Mutual, um, but being able to link everything, you know, so a family that has a 401k at their job, has a couple of investment accounts, has some insurance products, has a mortgage, has some credit cards. Um, it's really nice not to have to log in to 16 different websites with hopefully some different passwords. Right, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> um, so just remember. having a one-stop shop to get a lifetime like net worth statements and all kind of cool reports that it'll push back out to you. Um, if people are familiar with like a mint.com of, you know, spending and traits. And again, that really helps you, you know, pick up all the acorns and see, um, exactly what's going on financially for your family. Yeah. Well, let's say that there's somebody out there listening that's, you know, close to my age or, or 40, you know, I'm, I'm 36. Is it, is it ever too late to start investing or start, you know, talking with somebody like yourself, uh, to kind of develop a plan? Yeah, I mean, absolutely not. I mean, sooner rather than later, something rather than nothing. It's just steady and true, in my opinion. Yeah, I like that something rather than nothing. I mean, that that's huge. I yeah, that. I mean, because it's different from everybody. A question I get asked all the time is like, you know, how much should I be saving? Um, and that's a very difficult question because it depends like what's important to you. You know, all the math modeling that you run, depending on the lifestyle that you'd want to live, the day that you'd want the ability to walk away, that's going to drastically impact are you on track. It's not this like cookie cutter number. Everybody wants to shortcut that. Like give me the percentage. Give me the flat dollar amount. Like make it easy for me, which we can. Anybody could, you know, provide that number. Um, but I feel like what we do as a team is take that a little bit further, you know, and then understand that you're not signing on the dotted line that, that first day of this is what it has to look like, but it's a financial plan is a living, breathing document. It's important to get back together with your advisor, with your team every, you know, six months, 12 months, because as your situation change, your goals change, you want to make sure, are you on track for that? Um, and it's not that you're taking action every single time, you know, products don't need to be sold. Services don't need to be sold every time you get right. back together. Um, sure. but just getting an update on, you know, how things are going, what's important to you are, you know, are these things that we mentioned last time still important to you? And if they're not, can we make a lifetime update instead of reintroducing it to yourself to your advisor, you know, every five, six, you know, 10 years, you're able to make adjustments lifetime. Well, and you just brought me to my next point. Uh, you know, one of the things that I do like about Cody is uh, he does follow up with me, you know, pretty frequently. I would say at a minimum once a quarter. Um, we're not having that every five to six year conversation and, you know, wondering if he's thinking about me or, you know, anything like that. So uh, that that is a that's another asset and just something that that uh, that goes a long way. So just I probably never told you that, but that is one that that is a strong suit of, of you and, and just a. Um, attribute that to to your hard work yeah i mean i think i put the pressure on myself that um our team's making you know you know 30 40 50 sometimes 60 year commitments to these families um hopefully the center of their you know financial lives um to help run you know that baton across the finish line you know so i never want somebody to show up and we're both you know old gray and wrinkly (laughs) and then say why didn't you make me save more (laughs) like that's my fear and that's what keeps me going you know so well that's why i plan on that's why i plan on staying with you dude because (laughs) when i become like 70 and and all of my stuff's not right then i've I've got that cane that that can come because you're a little bigger than i am not (laughs) not telling you the things that you want to hear but being able to challenge you 
um, at the same time is, is super important. For sure. Yeah. No, that's that's awesome. That's good stuff. So, uh, you know, something else that I wanted to, to kind of bring up because I, it's really cool. We, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about going to that championship game. So Northwestern Mutual actually bought the championship floor from the 2013 uh, NCAA uh, tournament. What uh, tell us a little bit about that story and and you know it's really neat because you all have it displayed in your office. Yeah, it's really cool. That, so the universities get first right of refusal on the floor. Um, so in 2012 and 2013, um, Northwestern Mutual, our office bought the championship floor. You notice I didn't say 2012. Yeah, I noticed you didn't I forgot. that one. I did forget. But. So half the city would be happy to hear that. Our Lexing, <laughs> I did forget. Our did Lexington forget. office has the New Orleans floor in their office. It's really cool. Coach Cal uh, did a ribbon cutting, signed the wall, exciting stuff. Um, believe it or not, Patino has been busy since we had our floor <laughs> installed. Uh, his signature is not on the wall, which <laughs> lets us keep it up. Um, but yeah, f- uh, Childhood pediatric cancer is our big philanthropic focus. And so we raised uh, over a quarter million dollars and we were able to give that to Norton's Children's Hospital yeah. um, by you know selling off pieces of the floor, different size pieces of the floor. So in our office, we have uh, the baseline, the rodents here. It's really cool. We got a couple of tables made out of it. Um, the chairs the chairs yeah didn't change anything you know so russ smith's sneaker skid marks are in there (laughs) luke signed the wall tim henderson has signed the wall um so really cool yeah i've actually got a piece of it down uh down in my basement i was fortunate enough to uh i think my my maybe my in-laws wanted it at an auction of course they're they're uk fans and it took a little bit for me to get that away from them but but anyway so yeah no that that's really awesome and just to see uh you know that something you know like that from the championship is going to a good cause and, and you all are giving back so that that's really awesome um is there anything else that maybe you want to share about yourself uh you know what you do or you know anything that you think that our listeners should know um as well as how to to get a hold of you um yeah i mean that's a tough question um i think at the end of the day it's you know it's it's finding somebody that you trust um, open and honest communication with whoever you're talking about is going to help their their team, you know, be helpful. Um, I think we live in a world today. Maybe you run into this. Um, one of the biggest challenges, hurdles for what I do, is that you know, do it yourself mentality, um, and just some of maybe like the misbeliefs and misconceptions of there's all this cost savings. Why would I pay somebody to do that for me? Um, probably very similar to some, you know, the for sale by owner, yeah, for for sale by owner experience. And so, um, I would just challenge those, those folks to have those, those conversations. I find it, you know, it would be very difficult to work a 40, 50, 60 hour job week and just see everything. Yeah. (laughs) And so you're putting all that risk, all that liability on yourself. So if, if it's pride, (laughs) you know, put that to the side. And if you can find somebody that you trust, that's competent, um, that seems genuine and authentic um like that's that's a valuable relationship even if they're not doing everything there's just some proprietary products out there there's some specific strategies uh when you're talking about a 60-year time horizon to a financial plan like it's very hard to go recreate some of these products and ideas and strategies in your in your basement while you're working your full-time job (laughs) oh yeah for sure well and this is i'm gonna give i'm gonna give you one more plug uh 
so you know one of the things you know every time that i've met with cody uh he is you know he presents information to me and shows me some different things about uh what i'm doing where i could be but i never you know i even if i end up telling him no or i I don't do something i never feel pressured by cody and that's uh that's something that that means a lot to me uh in going forward you know i get a lot of good information from him but i never feel pushed into a situation or you know he never shows his disappointment when i maybe do my own thing (laughs) yeah my, my, my job is to teach yeah, how the stuff works, and your job is to tell me what's important to you. Right. Yeah, and you do a, you do a really good job of that. So, uh, yeah, I wanna I wanna go ahead and give you an opportunity to just uh, just tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you. Uh, obviously, they, you you can reach out to me, and I, I'm happy to make the introduction. But what uh, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Um, yeah, LinkedIn, my website, um, cell phone number don't know if i want to push that out on the podcast <laughs> to thousands of people um my email is just first name dot last name at nm.com so um, that's what cody dot matthews cody dot matthews m-a-t-t-h-e-w-s you're not related to Corey, are you no but i got that a lot we my brother and i said we were the long lost cousin <laughs> on boy meets world <laughs> no that was that was probably one of my one of my favorite shows growing up so uh cody again man i, I appreciate you stopping in and and uh you know just taking the time um i'm I'm happy to to you know give your information anybody that needs it uh that is looking to uh even whether it's just look at their current financial situation whether it's uh maybe trying to start uh investing uh for for the future um cody's definitely somebody that that i trust and, and can get you going in the right direction uh so thank you again for tuning in everybody This is your host, Matthew Hoagland uh, at REMAX Premier Properties. As always, we'd love an opportunity to earn your trust in business. Uh, For all things real estate, be sure to check us out on Facebook. All the other social media sites were pretty easy to find. Uh, And we also have an awesome website that uh, can allow you to uh, check your home's value. Again, that may be ten dollars to $20,000 off of what, uh, what it's probably really worth. But it is a good tool to kind of give you, you know, a range. And that is www.mylouisvillehomesearch.com. Again, that's www.mylouisvillehomesearch.com. Again, this is Matthew Hoagland, REMAX Premier Properties. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you very much.